I'm Olympic and world champion diver, Laura Wilkinson, and this is the Pursuit of Gold podcast. Each week, we are unlocking the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual tools that help athletes reach their biggest goals in sports. This episode is going to be a little bit different from our usual guest episodes. I'm flying solo today because I want to help give you a leg up on the competition. Today, I'm going to tell you about eight common mistakes that athletes make when it comes to visualization. Now, why is this important? Why should you even care about this topic? Well, if you've ever heard me speak before or you've heard any of the other episodes on this podcast, you're probably starting to catch on to a recurring theme that simply working physically really hard for a long period of time will not get you to your goals. Yes, of course, it's absolutely true that you have to put in physical hard work consistently for a long time in order to improve and reach those high levels in sport and really in anything that you choose to pursue in life. But think about it. When you have an injury, you usually can't just physically work harder in order to heal. When you're overwhelmed, you're burnt out or stressed, working harder doesn't magically help you be calm or feel relief. When you have a mental block, working harder tends to add to the fear and frustration. And when you have performance anxiety, just physically working harder doesn't usually change the way you think about the competition. Oftentimes, it just adds more pressure. If you listen to Pursuit of Gold regularly, you have probably noticed that every single top athlete, coach, and expert that comes onto this show has experienced some kind of setback. Not one journey has been without challenge. In fact, most of the time, if not every single time, the challenges or setbacks that these top performers encounter end up becoming the very thing that propels them forward. That's not a physical shift. It's a mindset shift. And an incredible mindset skill that you can start working on today is visualization. So I'm going to walk you through those common mistakes that athletes make when they're visualizing so that you don't fall into that same trap. But before we start going through those common mistakes, I do want to share with you my biggest, most complete program that I'm super excited to bring back this month, Confident Competitor. Confident Competitor is an online step-by-step program that I created to show you how you can make the ultimate shift to knowing exactly how to confidently rise to the occasion in your biggest events. Look, I don't want you to be frustrated anymore. I don't want you continually struggling to perform well in competition or feeling uncertain of what you should be doing. Let me help you focus on your mindset and make the necessary changes to your mental game that will improve your physical performance and begin to level up your game while also giving you more fulfillment in your sport. Doesn't that sound awesome? This program will show you how to do things like create an entire roadmap to achieve your goal, move successfully past failure, develop routines to lower stress and anxiety, courageously face your fears, start changing that voice inside your head to one of belief, implement an effective visualization practice into your routines, and you'll be walking into your next event more confident and actually enjoying the journey once again. Included with that, you get 19 lessons on mindset, mental game, and performance skills. There's worksheets of takeaways and activities that help you implement these new skills that you're learning. There's a couple bonuses. There's a stay confident guide that will help you continue to implement these skills long after the course is over. There's small group coaching. There's even a VIP option if you want more individualized support as well. You can go learn more at laurawilkinson.com slash course and let me help you level up your game and enjoy your sport once again. That's laurawilkinson.com slash course. All right, make sure you hit that subscribe button for Pursuit of Gold and give us a five-star review and tell your friends about this podcast, share your favorite episodes so that we can continue to improve and grow to that next level 
bringing you more resources, tools, and inspiration. All right. I believe that there's gold in your future. So let's dive on into this episode. All right. We're going to go over the common visualization mistakes that athletes make so that you won't make them too. If you first need to learn a little bit about what visualization is, if you want to hear my personal stories and experience with it or different types and elements of visualization, more of the how-tos, tips and tricks, things like that, go back to episode 69. It was called How to Effectively Implement Visualization. That was a solo episode for me explaining more of what exactly visualization is and all those good things. And if you've already listened to that, jump in with me now while we go through some of the common mistakes. One of the first ones, and I hear this one a lot, unfortunately, is that athletes think they can just show up to the meet and visualize for the very first time before they perform and that magically everything is going to be better. That's not really how visualization works. It's kind of like physical training takes practice and time. Mental training, like visualization, also takes practice and time. The very first time I tried to visualize, I would only see myself smacking because I'm a diver. And so it was like, instead of hitting the water perfectly vertical with no splash in my head, I was landing on my face completely like what would be really painful. And I couldn't make myself not do that. It actually took time and practice and trying to change a few things in order to figure out how to do it correctly. So if you just show up to your competition and you're trying to visualize for the first time thinking it's going to help you in the competition, you may make things worse or you may suddenly get scared because you're not visualizing right in your head and you may cause a lot more anxiety, pressure and issues for yourself in that instance. So please, please, please don't ever just show up to the meet and try something new like that. Like practice this, implement it into your training, into your weekly routine. This is something you need to start doing before you show up to the competition. Another common mistake that athletes make is They just kind of assume because we said you can't just show up and do it. They assume it's going to take way too much time. Their athletes are very busy, right? We are notoriously always training or in school or have a job or doing other things. We're constantly juggling, putting on different hats and all the things. So we think, oh, gosh, this might be really incredibly helpful, but it's going to take so much time and I don't have time to fit it into my day. So, I mean, we talked about how it's not necessarily easy But you really don't need all this extra time to start doing it. You don't have to spend hours upon hours upon hours the first time you visualize. You can really start by just doing it for five minutes. Five minutes a day is all you need to really start. And if you go back to that episode 69, I talk about a few of those tips and tricks on how to get started. So you can grow into something that takes more time. But by that point, you'll have implemented it consistently and effectively And you'll have grown into that space instead of just overwhelming yourself with all these extra things to do that will just add more overwhelm and not actually help you in the end. So start small and you can always grow bigger. The third common mistake that athletes tend to make is they try to visualize laying down. And I know maybe that doesn't seem like a big deal because some some people want to do it because it's obviously more comfortable, right? And you're more relaxed when you lay down. The problem is our bodies... And so our minds don't really perceive or process things quite the same way when we lay down as we do when we stand or sit up. So, I mean, maybe it's our inner ear, like what we use for balance that's throwing us off or just our inner feelers. I don't even know why, but you're probably going to discover that it's actually much more difficult to have effective visualization when you're laying down. And also you may fall asleep if you're inclined to fall asleep easy (laughs) when you're doing things in a relaxed state. But it, it is actually 
much more functional and effective if you are sitting up and thinking through the process. It's just easier in your spatial awareness inside your inner eye and your brain to make things go the right way. Another common mistake that athletes make is they try to visualize with their eyes open. They try to kind of zone out and stare off and do it that way. I think that's something you can do once you're pretty experienced with visualization. But if you're just starting out, it's going to be very distracting. When you close your eyes, you're actually going to force your brain to focus on different senses, which actually makes it easier for you to kind of see with that inner eye in your brain when your eyes are actually closed. It helps you see the images in your mind clearer instead of having your eyes open and distracted. So that's something, again, as you get really good at visualization, you might be able to zone out and and keep your eyes open and be able to see it. But in the beginning, it will probably be more distracting. Another common mistake that athletes make is that they get visualization confused with modeling. So when I broke my foot, and you'll hear that back in episode 69 when I tell that story, I was going through the actions of my dive while seeing it in my head, while visualizing it in my head. And that's a great thing to do. But when you can also take time to just visualize in your head alone without the action, you're actively kind of rewiring your brain in ways you might not be able to yet with the actions attached to it. Because if you're only visualizing while you are also doing movements, your brain thinks you have to do those movements. If you can sit there and and take away the physical movements and just process it in your brain, it's actually firing to your limbs and everything else in different ways. It will give you a deeper connection with what you want your body to do, whether or not you're doing it right with your modeling or with the movements. So it is great to add that at some point, but not every time. It is definitely good to have it where you're just visualizing inside your head without movements because, again, you're going to make your brain kind of hyper-focus on what you're telling it to do and using those other senses, which just makes it such a deeper connection for your brain. Another common mistake is that there's only one way to visualize. There are actually a lot of ways. There's the first person from your own point of view, what you see when you are actually doing the activity. There's third person point of view, when you are watching yourself as if you're watching a video, you know, kind of from the outside perspective. And there's also visualizing by not necessarily even seeing, but by feeling with your body. And sometimes this is easier for athletes when they're starting out is to feel it with their body. And then they learn how to bring their eyes and their other senses along with that. And there's also like, you can visualize what you do in training. You can do specific movements. You can break things down. You can also visualize meet simulations as you get better with visualizing your technique and things like that. So there's a whole lot of different ways to visualize. So if you're doing the same thing every single day over and over again, you're probably going to go crazy and it's just going to burn you out. So once you get started and once you get better at it, shake it up and do things different every once in a while. It keeps it interesting. It keeps your mind kind of training different things, just like in sport and training different movements, different techniques, different events. This will keep your brain training in different ways, all while keeping your head in the game and focusing on that perfect technique every time. And also teaching you kind of how to keep your head in the game during a competition. Another mistake that athletes make is that if at first it doesn't go well, the first time they try to visualize, they can't make it go right, kind of like when I was smacking in my head, then athletes just decide, okay, this is too hard and I'm just going to give up because it's frustrating. Like we are used to physical training. We're used to putting our bodies in pain and stretching ourselves really hard and coming back or messing up and trying again. Like we're used to that physically. But when we try to do that mentally, we expect it because we have been doing it physically for so long, we expect our mind to be at the level we are physically 
But if you're just starting to visualize in your head, it is brand new and you have to have patience with yourself. It takes practice. Mental training, real quality mental training takes practice. You can't show up to the meet and assume that you're going to get it right the first time. If you're having trouble visualizing, if it's hard for you at the beginning, that is okay. That is normal. Yes, some people pick it up more naturally than others, just like anything else, just like physical skills. Some people pick certain things up easier than others. We all have strengths and weaknesses. But with consistency, with consistent practice, you will get better at visualization also. And the last common mistake I wanted to bring up is that we just kind of visualize on occasion. We just do it before a meet. We just do it in the meet. A lot of people, they've, they've done it for a little bit and then they do it before the meet and they don't do it anymore on a regular basis. Just like physical training, you have to be consistent. You have to prioritize this. You have to be intentional. Mark time on your calendar if you need to. You can start small and build up with time. Not every day has to be some super long session. Keep touching base with it. Keep growing your skill in your mindset. This is a mindset skill you are growing. Build that consistency and it will become easier for you. It will become easier for you to implement when it matters in the competition. So those are some of the common mistakes that athletes tend to make that I talk to and I've spoken with. If you want more details on what exactly visualization is or tips and tricks to really get you started, go back to that episode 69 where I talk all about it and I'll tell you my whole background. And if you want to go above and beyond visualization and you want to have a very well-rounded mindset, if you want to understand how to conquer that inner voice inside your head and change it to one of belief and confidence. If you want to learn how to create action plans to achieve your goal, move past failure, conquer fear, create plans of action, get into that athlete zone or that state of flow. If you want to learn how to have unwavering belief, mindset skills like that, go check out my course, Confident Competitor at laurawilkinson.com slash course. And I will walk you through how to gain all of those mindset skills and help you reach your biggest goals. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. This allows us to keep bringing on amazing guests. And it also helps other athletes to find this show. Make sure to check out the show notes to follow us on social media and learn more about our awesome guest. To hear all of our amazing episodes, head on over to thepursuitofgold.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Pursuit of Gold is proud to be a Podigy production. That's all for now. Make sure to tune back in next week.